Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Brawl Rankings. This is your host, Masquerade, back with another episode. So today I'm going to be putting all the brawlers in a tier list for this new Season 6 meta. Hope you guys enjoy. At the end of the episode, after even the outro, I'm going to play a clip of me opening my Tier 10 pin packs. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I don't know if there's really anything else to go over. Oh, I guess I should also probably say why there was the episode is, was not out yesterday, and that's because of the same reason that the episode was out late last or maybe two weekends ago, and that is was that was because I was refing soccer games, and this was this was basically my schedule. I wake up, I eat breakfast, I go to my soccer matches, come back at like six p.m., eat dinner, and was and then planned to record after dinner but there was some there was some noise going on and it would interrupt me interrupt my train of thought you guys also might have heard it so i just decided to wait until today oh wow so yeah i don't think there's really anything else to, oh <laughs> also pretty important the uh, championship challenge was this weekend and things didn't go I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say they went horribly, because they actually went pretty good for me, but my usual group of questing night, and like normally like one other person, it was like abstract for the last few challenges, I said I was going to mix up my team, and I had, hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't actually found other people to play with after saying that I was going to mix up my team, so uh, <laughs> basically, QN and uh, abstract just aren't doing aren't weren't doing it with me because i told them that i was going to mix things up and i didn't plan ahead and communicate with anyone else so i played with randoms and i actually did pretty good i got to win 12 with randoms which is really surprising and oh my okay for the first two stages i think there was an edgar on both teams nine out of ten games and i don't i know you guys are listening listen to podcasts and our podcasters are generally pretty good at the game but if you're playing Edgar, especially when you think he's, like, the best character, j just stop. Edgar, I mean, you're going to see. He is not good. He is not... He, oh, my God. Why is everyone playing Edgar? I don't understand why everyone's playing Edgar. Well, uh, for, uh, third time's the charm. I don't think there's anything else to talk about. I guess I should, I, I should briefly say that the... the <laughs> oh, my. This thing has been postponed for so long. The... Oh my gosh, the podcaster con slash content creator tournament is, we still don't know when that's happening. We haven't even really messaged in that group chat in a while. I don't even, I don't know when that's going to happen. I, so, I mean, I guess one, once I have the time, I'll try to set another time up that we could maybe all be there for. I don't know when this is going to happen. I'll, I'm trying to work it out. I'm actually not. I haven't really thought about it or done anything about it for the last week or so so i will start to continue trying to get that figured out i know at least a few of you are excited for that so <laughs> for those of you who are, are excited for that i'm sorry i'll try to get on top of that and okay this this is the fourth time i'm saying i don't think there's anything else and i don't think there is so we can get into the episode so the tiers for this tier list as usual are f tier d tier c tier D, uh, B tier, A tier, and S tier. There's a slight variation of how I'm doing this, and if a character is really solid, 
like really really good in one situation they're generally going to be at least b tier even though even if they're not great everywhere else because if i mean if they're one of the better characters if not one of the best they've got to be at least b tier just because of that one situation there's one case where this is not where i i put one brawler in c tier that does do really good in a few maps but i still decided to do c tier i guess i'll get into it once i get to the brawlers that are in that situation uh this is in no particular order i just haven't had the time or interest really to rank these i also just haven't been playing much brawl stars aside from the championship challenge i don't think i've played like even just to do quests for a few days now so <laughs> my grasp on the meta i don't think is good enough to accurately rank these so i just went with a tier list they're nice they're nice and fun i still get all my info out so let's get into it uh, first brawler on the F tier, no surprise, it's Shelly. Shelly is always, I mean, not always, most likely going to be one of the worst, if not the worst brawler for forever, pretty much. They, I mean, Frank has even said that they don't plan to buff her to make her good. And that's because she the star, she, she's the starter brawler. They don't mean for her to be really good at the competitive level, which I understand. It's not great for like a competitive game balance standpoint, but honestly, Shelly being really good would probably be really annoying so you know what i think i'm actually kind of glad shelly's bad <laughs> oh yeah shelly being i mean they'd have to add like a gadget or a star, or a star power to make shelly good flashbacks to band-aid oh yikes they'd have to add a really broken ability like no no like no no average number like damn i don't know how I should say this. No average statistic change is going to make Shelly good. They're going to have to add some sort of broken gadget or star power. So I'm actually kind of glad Shelly's bad, but I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna bother explaining it. We all know why. I've said it so many times. Just short range, low health. Let's move on. Next up is El Primo, who I thought would do a little better, just because Poco got a big buff and Primo's a good tank and a good anti-tank as well. So if Poco's good, tanks are good, so. Primo, being a anti-tank, would also be good. Turns out, he's still pretty trash. He's range is, his range is awful. He just can't get damage. And because his super requires him to get damage, he just basically can't do anything the whole time. He's just a big supercharging... Su not supercharging. Uh, he's just a punching bag that can charge a super. So, he's still awful. Next up is Bull. I was thinking of putting him in D tier, but then thinking about it, he doesn't really have a mode where he's even okay. He kind of just sucks to mediocre everywhere. I mean, I guess if you're if you're really good if you're good enough with Bull, he can be played almost everywhere and do pretty well. But for most people, I mean, you just can't get the damage. I mean, yeah, that's basically the thing with these short range tanks if you can't like you, you can't get the damage so you're pretty much useless oh my gosh my my sisters whenever they're playing mario kart think it's a shouting match and they just see who can yell louder pretty much and these aren't like young kids these are these are teenage girls who are yelling at the top of their lungs like they are outside my closet, outside my closed bedroom door, down the hallway, in the other room, playing Mario Kart, and I can hear them. That's just completely derailing my train of thought. I think this is their last game, so 
when they're done, I can actually process my thoughts, which will be very, very nice. I think we can move on from Bull. Next up, as always, Dynamike. He's not, he, he's never doing well. His shots are so inconsistent, therefore he can't get damage. Therefore, he is not a good asset to your team. If you're good enough, with Dynajump especially, Dynamike can be a threat to be reckoned with, but in most cases, Dynamike is not a threat at all, and will rarely get good damage. If you do land Satchel Charge, which is his sun gadget, he can get some pretty easy kills, but I mean, aside from that, his damage is just super inconsistent. And then lastly, also pretty much as always, Frank. His attack is so slow, he stands still while he uses it, so he's super vulnerable while he uses it. The range is really short. I mean, again, just these high health brawlers who can't get their damage consistently, or basically brawlers who can't get consi damage consistently, period, just end up not doing very well. Frank's one perk is that he's a massive wall of health and tankiness, <laughs> and he can just kind of stand in a stand in an area, and a, I don't know, if he ha especially if he has a super, he could be a little scary, but once he's attacking or under pressure, Frank just really sucks. Moving on to D tier, uh, got some alliteration here, we have Daryl. Daryl is a bit better than the other tanks, just because he auto-charges his super, and his, I think his range is a little longer than the other shotgunner, shotgunnery slash punchy brawlers, so he gets that super a little lot, somewhat often, and when he uses it, he can get some good kills, or, I don't know, run away, or do whatever he wants to do with the super, it's pretty nice, but his range is just short, therefore he doesn't get much damage, so he's not great for all the reasons a lot of these other brawlers aren't really that great. Uh, his gadgets also kind of suck. His star power, which is better, steel hoops, is also kind of lackluster. I don't know. Daryl just kind of struggles being a closer range brawler. Next up, <laughs> stop playing him. It's Edgar. Edgar, his gadget is really, really good. He gets a free super, and if you use him correctly, that super can basically mean a free kill. But once you run out of gadgets... Ergo supers, Edgar is trash, because his range is the shortest in the game, and his health is not high. So, if he's not jumping on you, and he's not in close range with you, he's just going to get taken out super easily. So, once he runs out of those gadgets, he can be pretty bad. I guess if a, a good Edgar can save his gadgets, and like space out his supers, he can be okay. I don't know. I like to do that with when I, when I play Edgar in 3v3 which is rare, by the way. I only do it when I have a quest, so don't think I'm an Edgar main playing Edgar in 3v3 often. Uh, but yeah, if you do that, he can be a little bit better, but basically, once he runs out of that supercharge, he's just so bad. Next up is Leon, who was pretty solid for a small chunk of time and is now back to being pretty bad. In most modes, he's just not good enough. His range... His damage at long range sucks, and his health is too low to have that low damage at long range. His range is, is actually pretty long, but he does, like, no damage once you're shooting that far away. Uh, I guess he's... Yeah, the one mode where he's okay, mate. I mean, he's not trashing his gem grab since he goes invisible. He goes in the gem carrier, kills them, takes all the gems. That is the pretty ideal situation, though, and he's still not a great option. 
uh, but he's better than he used to be, I guess. And lastly is Gale. For some reason, I feel like his damage is kind of inconsistent. I don't know, his jump pad is kind of bad, but if you do have blustery blow with his super, you blow someone into a wall or a lake for some reason, you can just stun them and fire some shots and normally kill them. That's a pretty good strategy I like to use when I'm playing Gale. I don't know, he's he's just kind of, I don't know, he's kind of bad right now. His damage is not amazing at long range. Uh, I don't Thinking about it, I'm not really sure why he's as bad as he is, but he kind of just is. I, th I think it's just because of how inconsistent his damage can be. But in an ideal situation, Daryl's at sorry, Gale is actually pretty solid. Now moving on to a tier with an actual large number of characters in it. First of all, or I probably should say which tier it is, it's C tier. These characters are generally okay and are decent in some modes, but none of them really have mo like modes or maps where they shine, aside from one who you will see pretty shortly. Uh, first off is voice crack. First off, <laughs> voice crack. That's a spoiler for the new brawler. I'm a YouTuber who knows stuff early now. It's called voice crack. It's just a teenager. Him and Edgar will go get along very nicely. Uh, but the actual first brawler in C tier is Nita. For a while, the faux fur gadget with Bear With Me Star Power has been a pretty nice combo, can keep the bear alive for quite a while, but Nita's range is just so short that she doesn't really shine anywhere, her damage is not great either, and if the bear gets just taken out, or they like wait for the shield to drop so they, they deal their normal damage, the bear is also not that useful, but in some modes or some situations, Nita can be pretty solid, but I've never heard of her, at least in this meta, being great or one of the better brawlers in any map or mode so nita just okay uh next up is colt whose role as a wall breaker has kind of slipped away as of recently just because his damage is kind of inconsistent his health is not great but there are some situations where his uh, second gadget can be pretty great for breaking up some walls uh or if you're real if you're a god colt and you get a ton of damage he's also pretty good but I mean, aside from that, he's the thing that he was only really good for recently was breaking those walls, and he's not, I don't know, as good. I mean, he can still break the walls just fine, but he's just not as good, and his role as that uh, archetype or mini archetype for your team has just kind of not been... I don't know, I guess it just... his Him being able to break open that wall early hasn't really balanced out the fact that his damage is inconsistent, so while the gadget's good... His, the rest of his kit isn't that great. I don't know how really to say that. It's just, he's just kind of gotten worse. Uh, next up, this is the brawler that is good on... is amazing, Actually, best brawler on some maps, but everywhere else is just kind of mediocre. And that's going to be Bo, unfortunately. On maps like Snake Prairie or Cavern Churn, maybe. I'm not... Actually, no, not Cavern Churn. I'm not counting... Oh, I probably should have mentioned this at the beginning. I'm not counting Showdown for any of these because, one... I hate Showdown, and it sucks, and it's the worst. And no, that's not just because of teaming. I just hate Showdown in general. And it is not competitive at all. And if you're a really good Showdown player, I'm sorry, but you're not a really good Brawl Stars player. You're a good Showdown player. And at the highest level of the game, that just means you can spin and backstab at the right time and right situation. Okay, I'll stop ranting about Showdown and actually get into the explanation. Outside of those grassy, really grassy maps, 
bow struggles because his range is not long enough for his attack. And what I mean by that is to make to make get the best to get the most out of his attack, you either have to run to the left or the right to manipulate if they if the arrow is spread out or condense. And when you do that, you're not running forward. And if you're running forward, the second and third arrows are technically far or closer to the enemies. So if you're running to the left or right, you're kind of decreasing his range. So you can either just not manipulate the attack at all and just shoot them all in a straight or shoot them all while walking in a straight line and get a good range or you can manipulate the shots which is the better strategy but your range is just kind of short so i think to make him good they'd have to give him like a i don't know two-thirds tile range buff i think that'd make him pretty solid actually and for how predictable a good bow can be just because I mean, if you if you know a bow is going to try to condense his shots, you'll know which direction he's going to run in, and he'll be killed pretty easily. So his health is not amazing, considering how predictable he can be if you are both good players. Uh, the mines also can't get hit mo- can't get hits often. Both of his gadgets are absolute doo doo, aside from arguably super totem and bounty or knockout. Oh, I should have done a knockout tier list. <laughs> That would have been probably a good idea. Okay, I'll do a knockout tier list next week or next episode. Just depends on when that happens to be. Uh, so yeah, but guides are trash. Mines don't aren't really that good in general. Yeah, his basic attack makes him pretty vulnerable. He's just I don't know. He he just for quite a few reasons he kind of struggles. Next up is Penny, who isn't awful and is actually usable in quite a lot of modes, but. On in no situation have I seen Penny be one of the best or one of the better characters, which is why she's being placed in the C tier, kind of like Nita and arguably Colton and quite a few other brawlers in this tier. Uh, I don't know. Put if you put the turret behind a wall, especially with that balls of fire star power, you're going to have a lot of additional damage and control. Uh, just because of how long that fire lingers, and if you manage to get some hits, that's quite a lot of damage. So that's pretty good. The basic attack kind of sucks because the splash damage is almost never going to be useful against like maybe turret brawlers and the damage itself is not great either. But that turret, pretty good and it helps her out in quite a few modes, but she's just not amazing anywhere. Next up is M's, also in a similar situation to Penny. I think the buff to bad karma has made M's actually pretty solid in quite a lot of places just because, I mean, she's dealing a lot of damage and her control is pretty good as well. But like Penny, there's nowhere where she's like the best character as far as I know. There might be like a specific, there might be one or two maps for these types of brawlers where they're really good and I just don't know. But BMs doesn't really shine anywhere. She's just solid in quite a few areas. I don't know. Her, her, as I, I mean, as I said, her damage is really high now and she's always been a good control brawler. So she's, she's decent in quite a few places. Next up is going to be BB who, once the batting stance star power got nerfed, has been a lot worse, I would think. I haven't really seen any videos going over BB or played much with her, but that shield was, like, the one thing that made BB really good in the last meta. So now that that's only 20%, which is awful, by the way, I imagine BB's pretty not great. (laughs) I was about to say pretty bad, but she's in C tier, so she's obviously not pretty bad. Yeah, I think she could probably do 
pretty good on a few modes. Like, maybe Siege on, like, the close-range maps. She could still stay alive for a, for a good amount of the time. She's definitely not great anywhere after that nerf. And, she, I, I mean... I don't know. She could probably... I mean, she still has the damage reduction, the high-ish health, fast movement speed, the healing gadget. She could probably stay alive for a while. In some cases, it's just going to be more difficult, and since that was the best thing BB had, she's going to be quite a lot worse. So, she's definitely solid in a few modes, I would think, now, but there's nowhere where she, there's nowhere where she shines, and she's just, I don't know, consistently worse. <laughs> That shield nerf was pretty drastic. Not drastic. It was it was deserved. It was it was a large nerf, and fittingly so. Next up is B, who I don't, I don't honestly I've been just kind of confused about B's spot in the meta for a while now. I don't know. She's really squishy, which makes her vulnerable. I guess that's pretty obvious. You can say straight up. There's also no place where she's one of the best brawlers right now she's 100% countered by nani so bounty isn't an option and for most other modes having a little bit of a higher health total is pretty important except for like cases like barley who can stay behind walls so i know i don't know her health is just not high enough for some cases in bounty she's completely uh, countered by nani and the return to center gadget uh but there are are quite a few modes where she can be okay just because of that really high damage from the supercharged shot and the slow from her super also having nice utility. But she's she's just been worse. Next up is Mortis, who I don't think is amazing anywhere, but because of how gimmicky Mortis is, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like one or two maps or like an entire mode where he's actually pretty solid. But as far as I can see, that isn't the case. Although, as I said, it might be. But, as, I mean, for a lot of these brawlers, he, there are quite a few modes where a good Mortis player can actually do pretty solid. Like, I think a good Mortis can do good in Siege, Gem Grab, Brawl Ball. Uh, <laughs> definitely not Heist. Bounty also can be okay. Uh, hot I, don't, I wouldn't really play Mortis in Hot Zone. So yeah, there are some modes where you can play Mortis and he'll be okay, but he doesn't shine anywhere, and he's not great in quite a few situations as well. Next up is Spike, who I think is in a similar situation to B, who has the really high damage that makes him pretty solid, but his health is just too low for those um, 3v3 modes right now, and there's also nowhere where he shines, I guess, if he, I mean... I'm not even. Gonna, I'm gonna stop mentioning Spike and Heist because that strategy just doesn't work anymore. I mean, yeah, if you do get on top of the Heist safe, you're going to melt it really quickly. But that's just kind of hard to do right now. So Spike kind of like be really good damage and can do okay in some modes, but his health is just kind of too low for this meta. And lastly, Surge got a pretty pretty sizable damage buff in this last set of balance changes and is actually pretty good on quite a few modes. But he doesn't shine anywhere, so I decided not to place him too high. He's just kind of good in a lot of places. Probably one of the, definitely one of the better C-tier brawlers. I don't know, his damage is really high. Once he gets that range and speed upgrade, he's 
I mean, really, he's really powerful once he gets those first two upgrades. Teleport, as always, one of the best gadgets has been since its release, which has been, like, over a year now. Wow. I just realized... Whoa. I just realized that gadgets came out at around the same time the whole COVID pandemic started. That... That's weird. I feel like gadgets haven't been out for that long. I mean, I... I guess that... <laughs> it, oh, wow. You know what's also really weird? Max and B came out in 2019. Oh, my... It, oh, wow. It's been way over a full year since they came out. They still feel somewhat recent. I've just been... I've been playing the game since... They, I, I want to say global release, so... <laughs> I'll stop reminiscing or being... I don't know. I'll just move on uh, to B tier. These brawlers are either solid everywhere or they have certain situations or certain maps where they're really good. First off is Brock. The second gadget is really good for breaking open walls. And there are some long range maps where Brock is definitely one of the best brawlers. But outside of those, well, outside of those like long range, specifically, specifically bounty maps, Brock can kind of struggle since his... His attack is kind of easy to dodge. His health is not great. Uh, but in especially like Bounty, like especially on that map called... I'm forgetting the name. It's one, it's one of my favorite maps. Why am I forgetting? It's the really long range one with like the... I don't know. There's like one Bounty map where Brock is pretty good. So yeah, those long range Bounty maps were just long range map Long... Oh, wow. Some long range maps and that wall breaking gadget make him pretty solid in some situations but everywhere else he's just okay next up is carl who was really helped by that recent health buff they gave him two-thirds of his range back makes sense when they nerfed an entire when it, back before they nerfed an entire tile of his range he was like the best brawler in the game so giving him back two-thirds of two-third tiles two-thirds of a tile is pretty good or it's, it's, it's a good change, and it's I think it's... I mean, I haven't actually really played much with Carl, but I imagine it's made him quite a lot better just because his range is longer, his damage is always pretty solid, super is great for getting kills or just moving across the map. Second gadget, also really great. I imagine it's like a slower dash that travels really far and has a hitbox. So, I yeah, I can imagine Carl's really pretty solid in quite a lot of modes but i haven't really seen any places where he's amazing i just think he's can i i can just imagine he's consistently good right now next up is jackie who i don't know there's just those closer range maps i think jackie's almost always going to be a good option on her damage is pretty high and comes out pretty quickly her health is really good. She can hit through walls, kind of. Uh, so, yeah, those close-range maps, Jackie's always going to be a good option. You don't want to use her on the longer-range maps. Oh, my gosh. I had a teammate in the championship challenge uh, today who used Jackie and freaking Backyard Bowl Brawl Ball. I'm like, what are you thinking? We won that match because I, I carried, but that was just, that was just weird. So yeah, close range maps, Jackie just has enough damage and health to be really good. Uh, same thing with uh, Rico. His damage 
with those bounce shots and the super bouncing star power on the close range maps are really good. Some maps also just have certain spots where Rico can just kind of set up camp and really get to work on the enemies with his mount shots. And in those situations, he's really solid, so I put him in the B tier. Everywhere else, though, he's not great and shouldn't be played really at all, if ever. That, at all, if ever, does that, I don't know if that makes sense. I'm going to move on. Next up is Piper, who, like Brock, is really good on those long-range maps, but when you're not on the long-range maps, she really struggles since she's really vulnerable at close range. We all know this, blah, blah, blah. Piper sucks close range. Don't, need, don't Really don't need to say that. Uh, what else do I... I don't want to say, oh, her damage and range are really good because everyone knows that, and I say it every time, but I guess I will just in case someone needs to hear it. On the long-range maps, Piper's good because her damage and range are really good, so... Yeah, I also kind of explained it with Brock, so I'm going to move on. Uh, Nani, also kind of the same situation as Brock and Piper. Really, really good on those long-range maps, and especially good in Bounty with that Return to Sender gadget. But everywhere else, close range, Nani's not as good, swishy brawler, blah, blah, blah. I guess her damage is a, uh, still consistently really high at close range, which makes her better on the close range maps, although I don't think she's bad on the close range maps because of close range interactions. She's just not a brawler for those, she's just not suited for those situations, but long range maps, uh, especially Bounty with Return to Sender, or if you want to do like Super Totem, uh, Bow, Nani, Cheese, on like Knockout or Bounty, that can also work. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna move on. Same situation as those other, same situation as those other long-range brawlers. Sometimes I just speak so fast that I trip over my own words, and it just might, the sentences just all fall apart. That's just great. It's so weird, because whenever I'm just in a normal conversation with someone, that never really happens. I can just, yeah, it only really happens while I podcast. I just start speaking quickly, and I stumble over my own words, so that's just great. Moving on to Jean. I don't think Jean is outstanding anywhere right now, but with that uh, recent, well, not somewhat, re somewhat recent buff he got, he's always just not. He's just been consistently solid, especially if you like use him with a max, or if you're, I mean, if you're a good Gene. So while he doesn't shine anywhere right now, he's just a consistently solid brawler with the pull, the long, like the long range chip damage, the pretty high damage at uh, his medium range. So I mean. I don't know. That pole can turn the tide of the game in quite a lot of game modes. I don't really know what else there is to say, so I'm going to move on. Amber, next up. I feel like Amber is pretty sol actually one of the better brawlers on a few maps and modes, so she has that going for her, but outside of that, I think the reload buff... The reload... Sorry, the reload nerf that he got hurt... What? I said... <laughs> Reload buff that he got. Two things wrong in that one sentence. Reload nerf that she got was uh, pretty solid, I guess. She's quite a lot worse in quite a few modes, but she has she has some cases where she's actually a pretty good brawler. I mean, if you get in that auto-aim range where she can hold it and it'll just hit you every single time, you're, you're, you are dead, basically, no matter who you are. That's a lie. There are brawlers who can easily survive that. Most characters in most situations will die 
in that situation. Well, yeah, I said <laughs> in most situations we'll die in that situation. Is that redundant? I think that's redundant. Uh, and lastly in the B tier is Lou. Lou's been receiving quite a few buffs uh, over the last few balance changes, and I think Lou's actually pretty solid now. Lou's always been pretty good in Siege with the solo defending a Siege bot with the super and star power cheese. Although it's not great when the enemy... I mean, it's not good at all when the enemy team has a, has a smart wall breaker who can just save the wall break for when they're attacking the other... when they're attacking your Ike turret. But if you manage to pull it off, it's pretty good. And if you, if you're, I mean, if you don't pull it off, or if you're in a different mode, lose damage right now is actually pretty high. I mean, when you freeze people, which is pretty often with that first star power, they're pretty much dead. I don't know. The damage buff Lou got was pretty good in this last update. They still need to change the gadget though. Just there's been so many memes of just comparing Lou and Tick's gadgets. Tick's gadget does everything Lou's gadgets does, but he can move. A he can move. He can attack, and then he also has a big explosion around him at the end. So <laughs> They need to change his gadget, but the super, the freezing, and the basic attack damage all makes him pretty solid. But outside of Siege, there's, there's nowhere where he really shines. Moving on to A tier, which is... Ab I mean, A tier is absolutely massive right now. Uh, first off is Jesse. Jesse has been solid ever since that damage buff or damage rework she got where the first mount the first hits of her basic attacks do a lot more damage. I don't really have to explain that. I bet you guys all know what I'm talking about. So because of that, I guess he's been pretty good lately. The super, if you throw it on someone and use the slowing gadget, is also really good. Both star powers are solid as well. I don't know. Is she I don't know like the, the super with the slow gadget, really good combo. And then her basic attack also just does quite a lot of damage right now. And there are a few modes where she's pretty solid. There's nowhere where she's, like, the best character. But in most modes, she's pretty solid. And I think that means she deserves A tier. Alright, next up in A tier is going to be Tick. Now, Tick did get nerfed in the last update. But I still feel like he's pretty solid on quite a few maps. His range is really long. His second gadget is still really, really good. And he overall wasn't hurt that much in this last balance change if they were to make him balanced or less strong they should have nerfed the gadget definitely it's really really good <clears throat> i mean or they could just buff to lose gadget <laughs> it's texas <laughs> i've already i literally already said this it's lose gadget but it's it's just better in every way <clears throat> yeah so Still got the damage, the range, the control is really great. Mine stay on the field for quite a while. Some characters can't really take out the super if they don't have much ammo or it just depends on what character they are, so that can get some pretty easy kills sometimes. But on really open maps, Tick can kind of struggle since he's a thrower and he wants to be behind walls, and some maps just don't have that for Tick. So yeah, he's better. He's Actually, he's pretty good on quite a few of the closer ranged maps, or at least mobs, maps with a good amount of walls that he can utilize. Next up is Poco. I predicted, oh, I think a lot of people predicted that this meta would completely revolve around Poco with Poco Double Tank. They buffed his supercharge to from 5 hits to 4 hits. 
turns out that that's not the case. Poco Double Tank is actually not meta, but Poco is definitely a pretty solid option in quite a few modes. He just gets that super so frequently. He can keep his teammates alive for so long. When Poco can do that, that makes him pretty good. And while he is not as broken as we all thought he would be, he is still pretty good after these changes. He just keeps him and his team alive for such a long time, and that's great for keeping control. Next up is Rosa, who is definitely the best tank and has been for, I'd say, a good amount of time, and or at least has been in contention for the best tank. Uh, one of that, re one of those, re one of oh wow, one of the reasons for that is the new gadget, uh, the unfriendly bushes. It can basically slow every enemy depending on how grassy the map is or how important some of the grass is on any on any certain map. And just being able to slow them for multiple seconds as Rosa is really great because especially if you've got like a shield or a max super boost, you can just rush them and take them out really easily, and that's really nice. Rosa can also just stay alive for a really long time with the healing star power, her shield, and a really high health. Damage is also pretty great. I don't know. She has a lot of really good synergies with Matt Brawlers like Jean or Max especially, or Sandy. She's really good uh, with Sandy. So, yeah, the Unfriendly Bushes gadget is, as I said, also one of the best parts about Rosa right now. Next up is Pam, who is consistently just solid pretty nice damage great range the super is always very nice to have uh i don't know there she's she's a really she's a really good brawler on some maps right now outside of those maps she's not one of the better but i think just because she's got some maps where she's one of the best and all the and most of the other maps she's just okay she definitely deserves a tier uh, I mean, yeah, I said it, I already said it, like, utility from super, health, range, damage, uh, I guess Mama's Squeeze Star Power is also really good right now, 800 damage per tick is a, ma a massive upgrade from what it used to be, and it's actually pretty good now. Next up is Tara, who is best on the really grassy maps where that first gadget is useful, specifically, like, Icy Fort, really good on Icy Fort right now. By the way, Icy Fort is um is a map that always gets changed to the season's new environment so it changed to the wild west theme and normally the name changes with it like at first it was like like i think for the uh gift shop season it was like toy fort or something like that and then it was and then it was like ice fort and now it switched to the Wild West theme, but it's still called Ice Fort, which is really weird. I just like to call it Stone Fort. That's what that's what it used to be called, and the map hasn't changed changed with like the, its, its layout when the environment changes. So I like to, I just call it Stone Fort. Uh, but yeah, T uh, Tara's first gadget's really good on that map, and there are just I mean there are other also other maps where first gadget's really useful. Her damage and health are not great at long range. Well, that, I don't know. doesn't really... that The health... What, what I said about the health doesn't apply to long range. I just meant that at long range, her damage is not that great, and her health is also not amazing either. But as we all know, her super is really great, especially in specific modes like Gem Grab or Brawl Ball. It can change, change the tide of the game pretty easily if you use it correctly with that Healing Shade Star power it's all it's going to have even more effect. So yeah, the super's really great and she's specifically good on the maps with lots of grass like Stone Fort. Next up is Max. I think that a pro would have probably put Max in S tier, but 
For my level of gameplay, I put Max in A tier. I think I'm honestly just not a good Max player. It's like the one character that I'm just not that great at. I mean, I can play Max and I can, I can go fine. Or maybe Max is like a really hard bra to play, at least on the highest level. And I'm not unique here. Uh, but what's good about Max right now is her damage and her range has always been pretty nice. Not always. It's been really nice for quite a while. Uh, especially with the movement speed, she kind of has extra range. With the supercharged star power, her super discharges so quickly, and having those speed boosts constantly is is super nice for you and your team. Uh, I don't know. Face shifter gadget, good good quick dash when you want to change directions quickly, or uh, tank a shot that is powerful, like a B supercharged shot, or I don't know, Nani shot. Uh, I don't know. It's a kind of a hard gadget to use, but if you can master it, it's it's really good. Uh, also has some good synergies. Like, as I said, Rosa also is really good with, like, Jean. I don't really... I don't know. Spen is... I mean, the pros of, in general just said max Jean is a good combo, and I can see why, but... Yeah, it's, it's a good combo. So she's got good synergies. You get the supers all the time with that supercharged star power, and she also has pretty solid damage. Next up is Mr. P. The nerf to the Porter Reinforcements gadget was pretty drastic, but it's still good in that it wastes one it wastes one or occasionally two of someone's ammo, depending on which character they are. It can disrupt their healing if they're trying to heal and it gets one shot in, so for those reasons it's still pretty solid. Mr. P also, just in general, is always great for control. If you get your super down. You just have the constant porter spam, and they can't really approach you guys without having to deal with the porters, which is pretty difficult. His range and damage is also solid as well, despite the nerf to his damage. And yeah, porter reinforcements nerf was definitely pretty big, but I think Mr. P is still very usable. Uh, same with Sprout in the A tier. Uh, Sprout's gadget and shield's star power combo is hurt, definitely by the gadget nerf, but... Sprout can still stay alive for such a long time, and for that and for that reason, he's still pretty good, or it's still pretty good. The wall, good utility. The bounce, the 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 thrower shot that can bounce off walls and goes along the ground is a really good attribute for a thrower's attack. So he can get he can re get really consistent damage if you are good enough. It's weird. I actually feel like I'm a really good Sprout. And for someone who hates Sprout so much, it's weird that I'm actually pretty good with him. Like, it's it's honestly kind of infrequent that I miss my shots, because, I, I don't know. It's not hard to hit Sprout shots, but it can, like, like most throwers, it can be just hard some of the time. I don't know. You still have pretty good damage. The healing and shield combo is still good, even, despite the massive, not massive, but pretty sizable nerf to the healing. Uh, yes, as I mean, as I as I also said, super, just really good for control. Next up is going to be Byron. Now Byron is quite a bit worse after the nerf to his attack damage slash healing, but just being able to do that with his basic attack is going to probably keep him in one of the better brawlers for a while, or probably maybe even forever. I don't know. It's just really nice to be able to use one attack to damage an enemy for over 1200 damage or heal a teammate for over 1200 damage and with injection you can probably do both at the same time or 
even get more value. Like in an ideal situation, injection mains one shot can get 6,000 damage worth of value. So that star power is really good. The super at close range is insane. Just being able to heal up most of your health and damage them by over 2,000 with one super at the, like, with the same thing is, I mean, at close range, it's so good. With When I have a super as Byron, I think I take out an Edgar who jumps on me almost every time just because of the insane value that that super gives in that situation. It's also good for just picking up kills when an enemy's behind a wall, low health. Uh, if an enemy's... If, sorry, if a teammate's getting low and you want to heal them up, you can throw the super. It's a good amount of healing if they need it. So yeah, the just being able to deal so much damage and heal so much damage or like whenever you like with Byron is going to make him just so great at all times, I want to say. How do, how do I word that with not sounding dumb? <laughs> His gadget, also really good. 800 health per second is just an insane healing rate, and you're only losing one ammo, which is really not that much, especially if you know when to use it. There's something else I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, his Because his attack is a poison, it means that the enemy's going to have to wait an extra second or two to heal, rather than if they just got hit by a single shot that deals damage once, like a Piper shot or a Sprout shot. Like, I would argue getting hit with Brock's rocket is better than getting hit by a Byron shot, even though it does a good amount less damage because you have to wait to heal for an extra like one or two seconds after which is really bad because in a game like brawl stars where uh time is really valuable and games are kind of short having to sit there and heal to full health for like five to ten seconds is pretty bad and sometimes you just have to do that and if you're against a byron that can be tricky just because his attack his attack and its damage lingers over time so yeah next up is sandy Sandy's basic attack is not really special. I guess it has decent damage, and if you get close to a Sandy, he can burst you down pretty easily, just depending on who you are, how much uh, how much health you have. But the main thing about Sandy that makes him pretty good is the super, obviously. Just, I mean, invisibility for basically your whole team for 9 seconds is really, really strong. We all know this, not surprising. His star powers are also both very solid, Damage keeps it so, makes it so your enemies can't heal, and they are not hidden bushes. Uh, less less important utility from that. And the healing from healing winds is actually pretty good at 300 per second. That means that if you and your teammates are healing the whole time for the Sandy Super, that means that the Sandy Super healed a total of... This is not difficult math. This is not hard at all. Why am I... 54 that's because i'm recording 74 81 that's like 8100 health 8100 healing which is a lot of health that's almost as much health as el primo has spread across your entire team which is actually really good it's not great just be it's not Okay, no, it's good. It's not amazing because the rate of healing is kind of slow, but over time it's quite a lot of utility. I think I can move on from that. Uh, it's, I think Sandy's... The only explanation Sandy needs is the super button. Next up is Colette, who is uh, pretty good just because of how long range her attack is and how her damage is pretty high depending on who you're shooting. 
And in Moses, like, I don't know, I don't know. Her super is really good for getting kills or just damage in general. If you hit, I mean, I, I always, everyone always says this. If you land two attacks and then both of it's your super, you're going to kill any brawler, except for if there's healing or shields involved, which is not often. And quite a little bit specific, but if you're in heist, you can deal 5,600 damage on the safe with one super, which is really good. I used Colette in heist with randoms for championship challenge today, and it went pretty well. I think I went 3-0. and all. No, I went... Heist was, Heist was the first stage. I went 3-1, and one just because one game the enemies looked like they were like an assembled team with good brawlers, and my teammate had... My team was like an Edgar and a Primo, I think. So that did not go well. But yeah, Colette is great in Heist because of that super. Uh, I mean... The gadget's good for finishing off kills, because as we all know, Colette's damage is awful if they're, if she's hitting someone with low HP. Uh, yeah, just the long range, good damage. The super is also great for getting kills and damage on the heist safe. So yeah, Colette, pretty good. Uh, heist, definitely her best mode by far. Uh, next up is Colonel Ruffs, who got quite a few nerfs in the last balance changes. But if you are playing with two good players... You can get so much value from his super and his uh, second star power. If you're playing with randoms or players that are less good, do not use the second star power. But if you're with two players that are two good players, uh, you can definitely use the second star power and get great effect from it. Although the wall break and the extra damage from his first star power can be very useful in some situations, in some maps. So, yeah, if you're... With, without good teammates, I don't think Colonel Ruffs is as great anymore, but if you have two good teammates who can utilize your supers to their full potential, Colonel Ruffs is definitely a great option, although he's not one of the best. As you can see, he's not in the S tier. And then lastly in the A tier, I'm going to put the new Brawler Bell, and that is pretty much for the sole reason that her range is absolutely insane. Longest range in the game. I'm pretty sure you can hit people from just off screen. It's absolutely insane i've like i when i watched youtube videos when bell first came out about gameplay of bell they were all all of them were saying wow her range is really really crazy so i actually can't wait to unlock her for that reason i guess you could argue i'm not really hyped to unlock her because i haven't been doing my quests for like the last three days missing out on like 1200 tokens oh gosh that's a lot of tokens uh, <laughs> uh moving on her damage is also pretty solid, and if you can land that super on an important target like the gem carrier and gem grab being the main example, they will go down really easily and help your team out quite a bit. The bounce shots aren't that great at higher trophies, but I've seen clips and videos of <laughs> one, two enemies get shot, and the bolts from the her attack just kind of ping between them back and forth, and they just they just get evaporated because they're randoms at low trophies who don't know what you're what they're doing so in some cases it can get quite a lot of value but in most cases it's not that important the first star power sheet gets the shield when someone's being shocked by the basic attack is really good because that shields up basically the whole game not the whole game there are periods where i mean someone's not shocked or reloads pretty slow but if you can hit your shots consistently and you have that shield up for quite a while that's going to get a ton of value, and I feel like her, this isn't really relevant because it's not out yet, but I feel like her second star power is also going to be really great. Just stopping reload for a few seconds just seems crazy. Uh, but yeah, Bell, insane range, really nice utility from the super, 
uh, damage pretty good as well. And moving on to S tier, not many brawlers in the S tier in this tier list. First of them being 8-bit, and it is 100% due to his second star power plugged in. It's just so good. He has the speed. I mean, I've heard people say that he's a fa as fast as a tank, but I'm pretty sure he's as fast in as, as an assassin. Maybe I've been wrong this whole time, but TLDR, he's insanely fast. When he's anywhere near his turret, it's like 8 tile radius around his turret. He has that insane movement speed. It's just ridiculous. So... I mean, once he once he gets a turret down in a spot where it doesn't get taken out easily, not only is he dealing, like, over 3,000 damage with his basic attack, but he's also insanely fast. And his teleport gadget is also really good. If you want to escape this tough situation, you can just Omaya Washinde, like, reverse Omaya Washinde Ru backwards, and you don't get taken out. Or you can normal Omaya Washinde Ru someone, throw your super on them, teleport, and take them out. It's kind of risky, but in the right situations, it's an amazing play and can easily pick up a few kills. I think I did that in Brawl Ball twice in the same game in the Championship Challenge. I played 8-bit. Yeah, I was like, again, I think I killed, like, a Mr. P and a Max twice once right before overtime and once in overtime with like the same turret they just didn't take it out so that was pretty fun uh yeah i mean I, you know what'd be really cool if when you had 8 bits teleport gadget there was like a third ring around his turret that would show how far away you had to be to activate his gadget because right now if you're just outside of his range or like just near the end of its range it's kind of a 50-50 thing, like, you might get unlucky and get in a tough situation when you're far away and you can't teleport, but if you could see where you could teleport from at all times, that wouldn't really happen. That'd, that'd be a nice change. I don't know. So yeah, 8-bit <laughs> movement speed and damage are ridiculous, once you, especially once you get that turret down, and teleport gadget also really good. Next up is going to be Stu. Stu only got, like, a slight damage nerf, and I, th I think that was it and that did not hurt him whatsoever he's still able to spam those supers at close range some brawlers especially like frank or bb just can't get any shots in you take them out i mean i can like Stu. if if you're a good Stu, you can rush a jackie with your supers once jackie's at full health and take them out so or at least do a ton of damage and escape because you might not have enough uh actual damage from your shots to take her out before you have to reload so I mean, Stu can just that the super spam at close range is such a good strategy. I feel like if they want to make Stu balance, they're going to have to make it so Stu doesn't his super doesn't knock people back. Yeah, that would hurt him quite a bit. I don't know. Would that would that hurt him too much? Maybe not. He can still like get in, attack, dash, attack, and dash, attack, dash, attack. Oh my gosh, dash, attack. Wow, that is not English. That is, an, 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 that is a language I invented called stumbling over my own words-lish. <laughs> why did I... Why? Why? No, that, that's all I have to say. Why? He can still keep dashing around, getting damage in. The enemies can't hit him that easily and then dash out, so he can still get tons of damage while not being in too much danger. But if he couldn't knock people back, he couldn't like easily just rush them and take them out, depending on who they are. Hmm. Something to think about. <laughs> the way they nerfed him was d definitely not good. 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, his his damage is also surprisingly high, and can, he can take you out pretty quickly. So yeah, the super spam, really good. The gadget is also just amazing. Its radius is super massive, and speeding your teams up that much until it gets taken out is just, it's just so good. And the fact that you have it three times per match, it's such a good gadget. Next up is Barley, who got his range and damage buffed in the last balance change. Uh, wait, did he get his... I think... Did he get his damage buffed or his damage star power buffed? I think he got his damage star power buffed one change ago, and then this change he got his normal damage and range buffed. They, uh, I don't, whatever the order was, or if, if, I'm, if I'm just getting it wrong, period, he got his damage buffed by quite a bit and his range buffed, as, uh, and as we know, range buffs and nerfs are very effective for balancing this game, and Barley is now really good. He can throw his, his he can launch his attacks really far, and it's kind of ridiculous, honestly. If you play Barley, the difference is very noticeable. He... I mean, he can just attack you from so far away. And his damage is also really high. Like, over 1,100 damage from one shot when he previously did, like, 950 is a massive boost. So, I mean, you do do use the different star power now. But it's still in, a, in, a, in, a, in an insane damage boost. His gadgets are also both pretty solid. I like to use the slowing one, especially now that his damage is higher. Really good for picking up kills at close range. Or if someone's behind a wall, it's basically a death sentence. I mean, if you're behind a wall, if you're if you're on the other side of a wall from a barley, it's probably a death sentence no matter what. Especially if the barley is good, which I I'm, I want I want to say I'm a good barley. <laughs> you're just kind of dead, but yeah, his damage is insane. Range is crazy. Super super is always good for control, and as I said, his gadgets are both pretty good. Uh, next up is Squeak, and I know he's not in the game yet, but. I would just, I mean, it's, everyone knows, it's gonna be, he's obviously going to be broken when he's released. He has such a long range and pretty good damage, and his health, I mean, good damage and good range is not rare in this game, but he has way too much health for how the range and damage he has. Like, he has as much range as, like, Bow and M's, who are both slightly medi more medium-range brawlers, and his range is really long. Not to mention the fact that he, he has a gadget that makes his attack go across the entire width of the map, which is super weird, but also kind of cool and broken. So yeah, he's not in the game yet, but when, he is, he, when he's released, he is going to be very good. And lastly, I kind of gave him a generous placing just because it's been so long since he's been good. It's Crow. I put Crow in the S tier. And it's because of two things. And those two things are his slowing gadget and his damage reduction star power. 25% damage reduction is a lot. That is a lot of damage that the enemies are not getting. I mean, if you think about it, BB's shield reduces less damage than this star power. And this star power affects all enemies as long as they're poisoned. And all of your teammates, rather than one person so i mean it's just the i mean it, it's just a lot of damage reduction that affects every enemy and you and your teammates depending on how how many people are poisoned and for how long it's so good and the slowing gadget i mean slowing slowing abilities in this game are really good 
But what makes this one really good is that it lasts for five seconds. That is the longest slow in this game, and it is a very long time. If a game lasts for two minutes, you get three slowing toxins, and each slowing toxin, toxin slows for five seconds. If that's an eighth of the game, I mean, this is an ideal situation where everyone's poisoned when you use them, or a game is two minutes. Very specific situation, but you could say... Ever, like they're slowed for like an eighth of the game, which which is a massive chunk. That's a weird way to describe it, but it gets my point across. <laughs> they're slowed for a long time, and when they're slowed, you can hit them easy and take them out. He also just has pretty long... He's got pretty long range. His damage isn't great. His super is risky, but good. But it's mainly just that star power and that gadget. I think that he probably only deserves... A tier, like really high A, A tier, but I just thought I'd put him in S tier just because it's been a long time coming and I think we're all happy to see him up here. I actually really enjoy playing Crow. Might do like a mini episode talking about my favorite brawlers that I like playing. There have been a few that I've been weirdly enjoying lately. Yeah, but that's it for the tier list. Pretty small S tier. I kind of like that just because there aren't. I mean, I guess that's actually. No, that's a bad thing because then there's only a few really good brawlers. You know what? No, it's a good thing considering the fact that there are, like, 15 different A tiers and then five more S tiers. I mean, if you don't... I mean, if you include Spe Squeak, which who isn't in the game yet. I mean, it's, like, almost half of the characters in this game are actually pretty solid, which is kind of cool. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be it for the tier list. And now it is time to go over the reviews that I have received in the past week. Let's see if there are any. Scroll down to my podcast, and we're at 76 ratings, and okay, no new reviews. That is, no new reviews are waiting, wait, wait, waitings, I swear I don't have a lisp. It hurts my feelings when I people say I don't have a, I'm gonna stop being really cringe. So no new ratings or reviews, that's a little sad, uh, considering that nobody's winning the giveaway yet info about that in just a second uh, train of thought gone and now it is back i would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a five star rating and or review on apple Podcasts, since it really helps the podcast reach new people it would make my day and you'd be entered into a five dollar giveaway that will happen once this podcast reaches 100 ratings everyone who has left a five star review will have a chance to win down in the description You'll find links to my Discord profile, Discord channels, YouTube channel, Brawl Stars friend code, and more. If you don't click all the links, I will make you play soccer. I mean, if you already play soccer, it doesn't really affect you. But you will play soccer, and I will referee your game. And I will make all the calls so they favor the other team. So it'll be super unfair, and you will lose. And because I'm the referee, I have the final say in what happens. So you'll be very sad, because I'll be really unfair... So, yeah, if you want me to be a fair referee or just don't want to play soccer, <laughs> click all the links. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I'll see you next Saturday in the next episode. Goodbye. All right, let's see what we get. Looking for Bo, obviously. Favorite character, favorite, I should just say favorite brawler. And his pins are animated now. I mean, any animated pin would make me happy, unless it's for Nita, since I already have a ton of them, and I hate Nita, just everything about her. So, I mean, Bo and Crow, oh, Crow pins would be sick. Uh, Crow's pins are amazing. Uh, I don't know.
I guess we'll just see what I get. Alright. Uh, that pin pack sucked. We got Happy Rico, which barely changes how he looks, and the animation is lackluster. Angry Poco, that's alright. I mean, it's okay. And then Thumbs Up Bowl. You never are happy when you get a Thumbs Up pin. At least, in my opinion, I'm never happy to see a Thumbs Up pin. And for Bull, I mean, it's not even, like, a cool animation. Like, the pin, honestly, Bull's pins, when they're not, like, one of the cool animated ones, just kind of look weird. So, well, that pin pack sucked. Back to the episode.